All right, we want to welcome everyone back to BNB Presents the Black Media Podcast. And tonight we did stick with Tubi. And before we get into the movie that we watched, we want to introduce everyone. My name is Ben, and to my right. Hey, y'all. It's Nada. How y'all doing? To my right, who we got? It's your girl, Betty, 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 y'all. What up, though? What up, though? So this past weekend, we watched Sons to the Grave. And this is about an 18-year-old basketball phenom heading to the NBA suffers the consequences of leaving his Hudson neighborhood. And this movie actually has a pretty good cast. It stars Trevor Jackson. It uh, also stars uh, Darren DeWitt Henson. He's been in a lot of films. Algie Smith, uh, Gregory Allen Williams, Akin Etzman, uh, Demetria McKinney's in this film, as well as a young lady who appears on uh, BMF. I think her name, how you pronounce it, is Ajana Alexis. And uh, Brad James. Don't forget and Brad James. James. Don't forget and Brad James. Don't forget Brad James now. <laughs> Brad Our James. favorite all black C list actor besides That's all I'm say. Brian J. White. Don't he be looking good. Him. He didn't look Don't. that good in this movie, but he he typically looks very good in everything else. Looks very scrumptious. <laughs> Short but scrumptious. But you know, y'all didn't hear that from me. Y'all ain't heard that from me. So the anyway. first question is who picked this movie and why? Well, our, um, I don't know if we, if our repeating listeners have been paying attention to the past couple of episodes with our guest. She's the one who picked this movie, and she's not even here. She couldn't come outside uh, and play tonight. And come to find out, when she texted me and told me to watch it, she had nerve to tell me that she didn't watch it yet. She tried to, but she fell asleep. I said, well, I'll be dead. You did, oh, well, just how she set us up for the after she set us ABC up. special Saturday morning. <laughs> what uh, what's my man name? Uh, Benny, the fake uh, Nick Cannon. What's his name? Uh, Jonathan Wesley. That's all we. That's all we was missing. Sweetness. What's him? Sweetness. All we needed was him, and we would have known that we was back on Saturday afternoon, kicking it off with us after school special. All right, Benny. So hit us with the questions. So the first question is, how was the sight? How was the sound? We're going to start with Nada. Sight and sound was on point. Say on a scale of 10, I give it a strong 8. I don't have a scale for it. But what I did realize <laughs> is that I think that I think I'd be great in the, the visual off. I think, I, I think I'd be not judging it correctly. So I'd be thinking about the visual or the, be like, it's giving blurry or it's giving grainy. It's not really... It don't really be giving granny, but it don't be giving crisp, clear uh, picture quality is what I'm looking for when I see that. Like, I'm looking for something that looks like BET Plus or BET, and I don't be seeing that. So that's why I be grading it so harshly. But okay. since y'all always talking about the, the sight and sound is good, I'm just going to go ahead and agree with y'all. Now, I'm going to say my sight was pretty good. The sound was a little off. It didn't sound as clear as, clear as some of the other films were. That's all I would have to say about that. As far as the visual, the visual was pretty good. And my next question would be, how did you all like the storyline? Storyline was cool. I thought, as you know, we always complain about pace of the, the storyline and, you know, the the climax or the 
turning point of each film it usually comes at the end but not not so much in this we kind of figured it was going to be predictable but they i think there was like at one point is he really what we think he is right. you know is is he really goes so i think that they did a good job of like keeping us attentive to pay attention to see like if if he really was you know no longer with so yeah i it, it kept you engaged i enjoyed it i think the storyline was good i think that it was a lot happening. It was a lot of classism references mm-hmm. in the movie. And I think that it had a heavy impact on the movie itself. Like that footbridge was a pivotal, you know, high crime and, you know, successful life or whatever, or good job of depicting that. And I think that they did a good job of trying to make uh, Demetria McKinney's character kind of try to be the savior, I guess, maybe. Right. What I, I would say that I was surprised because I really thought that they were going to have the mm-hmm. friend do the dirty work as opposed to, you know, it the being the other way. So when they replayed it, I was really thinking that he did that. Thinking to myself, like, if, if in that situation, I understand why he did the things that he did, but I would have just had to go along with it. I don't think that he, I kind of almost feel like, what was the young man's name? The the main character, I cannot think his Marcus. name. And I just watched Marcus. Marcus. Well, Trevor Jackson, but it's Marcus. Yeah, I really felt Played like Marcus. Marcus. I think that Marcus, if you could see like how he was, um, right before he got that phone call to meet them, I really feel like he knew that his time was coming to an end. Yeah. It was very heartbreaking to watch. And people that you um, have in your house that you try to help and stuff would set you up for something like that. That was very heartbreaking. The storyline, it was a little twist because I really thought that it was going to go a different way. I really thought he was, I, I'm like, he had one more day. Like, why didn't let him get the one more day? He had the one more day to go ahead and, and, and do what they asked him to do. Right. I would have just did what they asked me to do. It wasn't going to really hurt him too much. He already had the scouts and stuff. Like I just, and 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 then like a focal point of the movie. I don't know. Am I getting off topic, y'all? I'm sorry. No, if you on the storyline. Little headache. <laughs> but I think a main focal point was the love that he had for his mama and the way that he was trying to do the right thing for his mom. That was something heavy for me. And I was on the fence about watching it. I didn't watch the final minutes. I couldn't watch the final minutes. I think it it was very heavy. So you didn't see heavy. how it ended. I saw how it ended. I saw the church. I saw everybody in the church with the little boys came into the church and everything. Okay. But I do not know what happened at the last very tail end. I didn't watch like the last five minutes of the movie. After the church was the least upsetting part. Getting through the church scene was probably the most difficult part. Yes, the yeah, last one, five minutes. I couldn't I couldn't get through, I couldn't get through all of it. It was just like too much. It was too much for me. So I was like, I, this is where I'm cutting it off at. And that's where I cut it off at. So I don't know, like, so, what happened. Because I was really trying to figure out, was, was he going to get away with it? Did he get away with it? Not really. Okay. So, Mitty, let's speak, let's speak on that. <laughs> well, because go ahead. going back to what I said about the storyline, at the end, it, it leaves you hanging. You was kind of, when, like, when, it, when, when the screen went black, I was like, wait a minute. So who got shot? At the very end, y'all good friend Brad James gets into it with Algie Smith. And they're kind of like wrestling for the gun and the gun goes off and it just shows a shadow. So it doesn't really specify who was killed in that situation. I do have to take a step back because we forgot one other person 
that was in this film, uh, Messiah Harris, which is the son of T.I. Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention that he was in this film. I think we was going to talk about that when we got to how was the acting, but... Yeah, we going to get there. So my thing with the storyline is that, just like Nada says when we watch Tubi, it's all a bunch of drug dealing and, and, and movies. This seems like an after-school special type storyline movie. Kid has a promising future, gets caught up with some bad people, and that we've seen this storyline played many and many a times before. One thing I think they did with this particular movie, it was released in 2022, but if you see the cast, what they look like now, this had to have been shot maybe seven, eight years ago. I said the same thing because the guy who plays the detective, he yeah. also plays on the family business. And when he plays on the family business, he had that Beijing lineup. And then <laughs> like in the latest season, he just went bald. I'm like, this must have definitely been recorded a long time ago. Even the girl who plays Kato in BMF, she, she was yeah. um, much thicker in those newer seasons of you know, the first season of BMF that she was in that movie. So it led me to believe she was a little bit younger. I, I was going to ask you about that too. Like, did it did it originate somewhere else and it just came on Tubi in 2022? Because sometimes those dates be off. Yeah, I think it might have premiered in 2022, but they probably just shot it probably years in advance. What do you, well, now we're at this part, what do you all think about the acting? Especially we know how so far the cast has progressed based on some of the newest stuff they've done. Everything from Blackish to Grownish. To BMF, how do you all think the acting was for the those young folks back there? Developing. <laughs> I think it was one. developing. I think Marcus did a good job. The lady who played his mom, she's a great actress. So she, mm -hmm. you know, she's really good at um, the acting. Um, the guy who played the cop, I cannot think of his real name, the one that plays in uh, Family Hensley. Business. Um, his acting is about the same. I think he just played the same character with a different job or something. His voice and, was annoying me. Yeah, I think that's his voice that he uses in everything that I've seen him playing. It's so annoying. Like it's yeah. like this like soft villain type voice. I don't like it. <laughs> that's the voice that he always has. And I don't know if that's his real voice or not. It's um, annoying. We talked about Messiah Harris, because when I first we first saw him, I was like, who is this little kid? I couldn't remember who he was. And his his initial acting, I couldn't tell if it was poor acting or if it was him overacting because of the scenario and the scaredness of his uh Scene. situation with his family and stuff like that that was a lot like that movie was heavy it was heavy it was heavy mm -hmm. i don't know i think they did a good job <laughs> mm -hmm. with the with the material but you know i feel like they their acting school skills were developing um that's what i'm gonna say about that brad james is you know he's a incredible consistently mm -hmm. nada what you think about the acting the acting was okay uh it was, I mean, some, obviously some were stronger than others. Mm -hmm. The news reporter, her acting was a little shaky. Um, yeah. That's her, that's her acting on everything. Especially that she scene. She plays the same thing. Huh? That's especially on the scene where they call themselves rekindling they flame or whatever at the house. Uh -huh. And like he threw up against the, the wall and like her arms that was instantly. Terrible. Her arms instantly went up in the air. And I'm like, that was so awkward. I don't know if y'all caught that, but it was just yeah, so weird. It was terrible. It was like, as soon as he turned her around, her arms just flew up in the air like, take me out how you want me. It was just weird. It was a weird segment. Yeah, I didn't like her acting at all. But I think that, I think the kids, for the most part, they did they did good. Um, they did better than some of the adults. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so they got, a, they got a bright future. 
Well, I'm going to have to go with you all on this one. The acting was very developmental because once we see these characters now and what they've been acting in, Trevor Jackson held down Superfly, the remake. So mm. he's definitely come a long way. Ajawana Alexis plays uh, Kato on BMF and Atkins Etzman, who played Junior in this movie, is on a TV show called High Towns. Except for the end. What was his name in the movie, Brad James? What was his name? Uh, R.D. R.D.? Okay, so I so it's like you wanted to you wanted to, you was looking for some type of closure with him getting his karma back, right? Right. And then the movie just kind of leaves you hanging. So I feel like that that portion was rushed. Like you had us watch this entire movie only for us to be left in the dark of who actually got shot in that last scene. So right. outside of that, no, I think everything else was cool. It's just that ending really just ugh, it just it, it the ending was like. It was so bad that <laughs> it, it kind of overshadows everything else good that happened in the movie. You know what I mean? Like, this was a great movie until that last part, but that last part pisses you off so bad, you know, right. it kind of takes it down a, a notch in the ranking. <laughs> what was you all's most memorable scene, Betty? Uh, let's see. The most memorable scene for me in the movie was definitely her last moments with her son when she was taking his suit at the funeral home. That definitely was um, very memorable. It was it was it was hard. It was hard. I'm going to say that was the most memorable scene for me. Not a most memorable scene. I think when they were leaving the, um, the funeral mm-hmm. and she wanted to ride with him in the hearse. And they put, you know, the casket in the back of the hearse. And I'm like, they couldn't have found a hearse from at least the year 2000 because <laughs> that hearse was in bad shape. I don't know if y'all caught that, but that was, it was like, old hearse. It was yes, old hearse. that was like the most raggedy hearse. I'm like, damn, what was the budget looking like for this movie? Because Not what was the budget. <laughs> it looked like it was one pothole away from, you know, being <laughs> a definite you, RIP situation. My most memorable part was. When uh, Coach Sam was cussing out those kids like they was grown, and he told that boy he could that boy didn't put his jersey on, and he was trying to instill in the values of of being a team. But the way he was just talking to them like they was like teenagers, like these little ass kids, why are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why are you going little, so hard? That little boy was like, "Fuck this jersey, right? <laughs> and fuck this team." So that was my most memorable scene. So let's hit it to the rating system. Is this something that we would pay at the movies? Is it a pay per view, meaning that? If it was on Amazon, it was like four ninety nine. Would you buy it, or is it just good? Where is that? Free to be. Where is it? Not. Yep, I would have said I would have paid to go to the movies and see it if they would have fixed that damn ending. But since they didn't, <laughs> since I don't know if if I already got what he was supposed to get at the end, we got yeah. to keep it free. We got to keep it free. I'm gonna go with the free as well. Let's For the do free this. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we're going to be inside. And we are back, and we are at the rabbit hole part of the conversation. And speaking of rabbit hole, uh, big thumbs down to Tubi for stealing the rabbit hole idea from us. Because you know, for the last 13,000 episodes, we've been talking about rabbit hole. And then they run out a whole Subo ad talking about what bunnies kicking people in the chest and talking about the rabbit hole. But speaking of Super Bowl, how did you all think that halftime show was? Nada, did you peep it or were you a sports fan? So I know you watched the whole thing. Yeah, I watched, I watched like football all day yesterday, um, including that. It was more football after the Super Bowl? 
No, I'm just, well, I'm just saying, like, the she did make it seem like it was like a lot of football. I'm like, damn, it was an after game, like the third place and fourth place game. Oh, it's like, so this, hard the, talking the sports to non-sports people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you was watching so, the day. Like, so there's after, it. there's like the pregame show that's like an okay. hour and a half before the game. Then you have the actual game. Then you have all the commentary after the game, and like even today. Um, and I wish that y'all were sports fans or listened to something sports related because Shannon Sharp and Skip, they have a show together. Yeah, I know um, about the show. I know about the show. And they, I've seen it before. Th- they are very heated in their um in their Discussions. debates. Yeah. So yesterday, I mean today, <laughs> it was it was quite entertaining because there was a lot of controversy. I know that you asked one simple question about no, the show, but I gotta talk about football. So there was a controversial play where the referees called a holding on the Eagles and uh, I think it was like fourth quarter with two minutes left. Oh. And that play was kind of like the the turning point in the game because it was on, it was third down and it was a tie game and the, the refs called that, you know, that foul and which basically put the Chiefs right there at the first, they, it put mm-hmm. them first and 10 at the goal. So of course mm-hmm. they're going to score a touchdown. Um, so there was a lot of controversy around that, around the Super Bowl about that. But I think people were saying that the ref was the MVP or something of the game or something like that. People were saying that. I think it was a meme going around about that. It's it's and it's it's uh, it's like one of those things where it happened all throughout the game. Why do you decide to call call it now? Um, so it definitely you know, brings the red flag about sports betting. There is clearly somebody's pockets that was being padded. <laughs> hey, the Chiefs better win this game tonight. So refs, you got to do what you got to do to make it happen. Because, I, I mean... Dogging. I would say that when I watched this, whatever half it was, when the Eagles player caught the ball, but he may have... Oh, this is probably like the second quarter. Second quarter yeah. And he may have been... Uh, they say he lost control of the ball, but he had control of the ball. He had control of the ball, but he was. I was thinking like I didn't know if football got that technical. I thought oh, long as the body, the ball was on you and you holding it. This that is you how good. technical. This is how technical <laughs> the game has advanced. It has advanced so much that they have thirty different cam. When they when they review those plays and stuff, they have thirty different camera angles to make a decision. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a. Uh, I thought he had the ball. He had it. He and then it was like when well, he stepped out of bounds. Well, I, I thought it, I thought it was a question of him being out of bounds. I didn't think it was a question. No, they're trying to say he didn't have possession of the ball. Yeah, they say he didn't or have control possession. control of control of the ball, but he did. Yeah, that's what threw me off. So, but back to the halftime. Um, I thought it was good. Like, I think. You know, people were trying to say, oh, Rihanna's back. She's back. She's back. She's about to drop another album, blah, 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 blah. They had false anticipation for for her. Yeah. (laughs) They had false anticipation for her for her performance. And, you know, at first I was like, uh, that was kind of like a mild Super Bowl performance compared to what we're used to. But the lady is like heisted up in the air and she's pregnant. Um, you know, and looks like she's might be far along. She's not, you know, and this is not no uh, three month type situation. So I think for what she could do, I think she did well, and she performed all the songs that I like, all her her bangers that I like. Yeah, I um, her dances was on point, so I enjoyed it. Um, I think people just really need to learn how to open up their minds. 
Betty, what you think about that Super Bowl show? Um, I so I have a couple opinions. One, I think that people were expecting Rihanna to give Beyonce, which we knew that that was not going to happen. I think people are holding her to a high standard of Beyonce, which we know that she's not Beyonce. So I think that was unfair. I think it's unfair for people to keep posting Beyonce's Love on Top video when she performed when she was pregnant and keep saying that that Rihanna could have gave us that. Um, As a person that's been pregnant a zillion times, everybody's pregnancy is different. Every pregnancy is different. Some people can't even walk during their first trimester or second trimester. Mm -hmm. So she gave what it was that she could give at the time. Did she do her best? Yes. Did she probably think that she could have possibly did more? I don't even think that she was anticipating to give more. I think she gave what she gave. And then let's just talk about how I keep seeing people commenting, saying that uh, in the past years, the performance have been this and the performances have been that. But also these artists are paying for these performances out of their own pocket. Mm -hmm. So I think the trade-off, so they're, they're not getting paid for the performance, they're getting the exposure and they're paying for the performance out of their own pocket. So if Rihanna is, um, in her second trimester or whatever, in her pregnancy, I don't think that she's really trying to push more music out where she needs more exposure to push a new album or anything like that. So I don't think that um, her performance was being used in a way that maybe other artists use it. Um, What it normally does generate is for people to go stream music maybe that they haven't heard before or like, oh, that was my shit. Let me go stream that or let me download that. So I think that happens. I didn't like really see any reports today of how that could have happened. So um, I just think that people expected too much. I think she gave what she gave, which was a a good performance. Um, I think she was there so she didn't get fined. (laughs) And she gave him what she had. She did her part. And um, nothing more, nothing less. I think, I think people are being unfair. I think coming up, was the last year's Super Bowl with Dr. Dre and the set and all that? And yeah, people were saying that also. I think when you come from that to this particular performance, it is a kind of a hard, that was a hard thing to kind of live up to. But Dr. Dre's set was, I want to say, one of the most elaborate sets that they ever had at a Super Bowl uh, compared to previous, when people just come out with a whole bunch of, bunch of dancers and guitars and musicians so i watched the the uh performance it was pretty good i didn't know she had so many hits uh yeah they we said were, she performed what 13 songs in 12 minutes yeah so she she, like she, she cranked did. out all the hits and she showed she had a baby bump and i was hey, i'm gonna tell you right now i'm about to be flying up in no air because i watched it on tv but i also watched it. you know how people live stream from the game i watched it on holly robinson pete's instagram page and they was as fuck up in the stage i mean up in the air to be doing those mm-hmm. performances so i was like yeah. oh no 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 not i <laughs> mm-hmm. so that was that was kind of uh interesting but i think she did a pretty good job shout out to uh, riri for doing that thing everybody was I- with performance I thought that it was crazy because I'm like, if they ask my pregnant ass to get up there and perform, <laughs> maybe I'm gonna be laid out on the couch eating a birthday cake. You, I, maybe I'm gonna be umbrella, Ella, Ella, a, a, right from that motherfucking couch eating, eating uh, chicken and looking like, um, uh, looking like somebody who was pregnant. I was just surprised that she could stand and move or do anything suspended up in the air for for longer that than ten minutes and didn't have to pee. Like, have you ever? Being pregnant, like being pregnant, ain't no easy thing. And you standing up there trying to perform. 
I was very shocked and surprised by all the women that were so critical um, and judgmental of her performance. Like, I was very surprised by that. Speaking like, of performances, uh, Babyface came through with the a miracle, the beautiful. How you all think he did? And what do y'all think I, about I all this that. extra stuff? And then Cheryl Underrove did the Black National Anthem. Nada, you I watched think she the did thing. a good job. I think she did a great job. I think they said that was the first time that they had done the uh, I believe their so, voice yeah. to sing at yeah. the national at the uh, Super Bowl. I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. But um, yeah. Now, who was the commentary? Who the commentator who thought that it was ironic that it was two uh, two black uh, quarterbacks <laughs> in the game, and that it was also Abraham Lincoln's birthday? Who was that? Who, <laughs> who pointed that? Out? I don't know, that? and I'm glad I missed that part. Yeah. Like, why would you say that? I only heard it because for a brief moment my radio was on in the car, and I heard it on the local radio station that they replayed that, and I was like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I forgot the guy's name who said that. He was like, yeah, ironically, you know, or on the same note or something like that. Like, basically, like, oh, well, you know, since those niggers are free, let's see. Like, what? What are we talking about here? <laughs> I was just like, why did you even have to bring that up? That was just so wild. And then I just saw another um, article or something in one of the local news stations posted talking about um, the first time that the so-called Negro anthem was or Black national anthem was song uh, raise every voice and sing. I'm like, what? What? Like, really? I think they deleted it off their Facebook because somebody um, screenshot it and I've been seeing it going around and I don't see it on their page anymore. So they must have deleted it since they um, since that post went out yesterday. Yeah, they better took that shit down. That was crazy. I'm like, whoever did that is probably gonna be in trouble. Well, uh, Ahead, it, to answer your question there, I think Shirley Ralph did an amazing job um, because she kind of brought like a Broadway type feel to yes. the anthem, mm -hmm. which I really enjoyed. Um, I think one she did two good. extra. It was we, it was nice and rich. I think we could have did without Babyface. Um, <laughs> he was just like a little too cool, <laughs> like too. He was too smooth for the Super Bowl uh, last night, so. I wasn't really feeling that, but I mean, he was dressed to the T, as always. Babyface, like, is he, always immaculate is, with his looks. Babyface night was nothing different. He fresh out of that divorce. Babyface is like, this is for the cooling. He I mean, definitely did not get Ray Charles when he did America <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> now, apparently, Rihanna wasn't the only thing flying around in the air. So are these Chinese spy balloons and why are they not using Google Maps like normal people? <laughs> Betty, I know you was kind of pointing this out. I don't know what's happening here. Like, I don't know. So I just, somebody else just posted on Facebook saying that they just saw something by them. I don't know what's happening here. Like the Chinese don't have any other elaborate uh, ways to spy they sit in balloons. Like what, how long do it take for a balloon to get from China to United States? What's happening here? <laughs> I'm just so confused by this. Like, I don't know. And then I just heard somebody earlier saying, like, um, everybody's talking about the, the halftime show, but nobody's talking about these balloons. What the fuck are we supposed to do about it? The fuck is we going to do? I would say it, it, when it comes to China, to float a balloon over America is a very egregious act because the way they're taking over Africa is by embedding themselves in the infrastructure 
of like roads, highways, water systems. And what they're doing is like, you would sign a contract to assist, to have China assist you in building your infrastructure. And at one time they were sending Chinese prisoners over there to Africa to build these roads. And then they, some of the contracts said that if they build these infrastructures, your public school system has to start teaching Mandarin. So the way they're sliding to Africa and the way they slide into America is two different things. Maybe they, because of this whole TikTok thing is being put to, to a ban, maybe they got to find a new way to just come across and get some information. But with the balloons, I don't understand why we just not using Google Maps. Like, I don't know what you're looking for that you that this balloon is capturing that you can't see from a global GPS map. That's what my whole thing about it was. I think it's really a test just to see how far they can get into American territory without mm. actually being shot down. I think these are all um, test runs okay. before something bad is going to happen. Um, so they're obviously making their way through uh, Canada. Yeah, they and, Lake Huron was the last one. Mm-hmm. So they, but but I'm saying that they both they both entered in through Canada. Right. Both instances they entered entered in through Canada. So this they're coming through that route. <laughs> And they've obviously found a, a loop, you know, a loophole that they can go through, and that's what they're doing. Um, so it's just a matter of time before there's some type of chemical bomb let off or some type of missile that that lands. Well, they said America is known for just doing spy stuff, being nosy. Well, I can't, you know, the news is kind of summing it up. Like America has a history of being nosy when it comes to other countries and what they're doing. And now that it's happening to us, we kind of all in the, in the frenzy. So I agree not. They need to start shooting these things down a lot sooner before they start releasing nerve gas. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll be I just feel like we just movie. so, like, why is we doomed? Like, why? I just feel like we so doomed. And I, I just, like, I just be believing, like, I don't know. What the grandma say? The rapture is coming. <laughs> like, what is mm-hmm. happening? Like, the end. And when we say the end is near, and I think what, what people don't realize, like, when we say the end is near, it ain't got to be, like, tomorrow. But it's like, like, it's, it's you know, ain't nothing big and uh, catastrophic, like, um, happened in a long time in the United States. And I, I just be prepared. Like, have you ever just been on the freeway driving and you'd be like, what if they blow this motherfucker up? Have you ever thought that? Not in Detroit. Like, I just be on the freeway, like, what if they <laughs> just blow Detroit. this motherfucker up and whole 75 just come tumbling down? This is why I don't like driving on overpass and I don't like driving on the freeway. I just be like, well, I always, every time I go somewhere, point. if I go to a big like event or something, I'm always nervous. Like, what if they blowing this motherfucker up? Like, I just always think like that. So, I don't know why. Um, two instances made me feel that way. Uh, there was a recent like shooting here at um. Well, this this is more of like a um homegrown terrorist. Mm-hmm. Uh, walked into Target, and I frequent Target quite often. Right, as we all you do. Know, so that's kind of like a thing that you have to keep it. Like, damn, you you looking at everybody like, you got a gun? Is 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 it good in that outfit? And then secondly, the main highway um, that runs through this state um, is I eighty, and it basically connects the east to the west. It's a freeway that goes all the oh, way yeah. across. The um, United States. Okay. And quite often when you're traveling on that highway, you will see those big um, semis, those oversized load semis carrying what you call those underground bunkers. You see those quite often here. Oh, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> that's another thing to kind of make you think like, damn, whoever ordering these, 
Do they know something that we don't know? <laughs> well, you had those doomsday. You got preppers. those doomsday preppers that's been preparing for this shit since the motherfucking. They ready, uh, ready. Since motherfucking uh, uh, Pearl Harbor. <laughs> oh shit! I don't know. Like they've been preparing for this shit since uh, Vietnam. I I don't know. <laughs> like well, you had, ready. Well, you have people depending on where you when your house was built. Sometimes a person's house, let's say you they built it back then, and you buy it, in, let's say twenty. 2000 it may have an underground bunker that you might not be aware of <laughs> mm-hmm. because, of when, be, because of your, my when house your here since 1930 that motherfucker probably got a whole lot the, the fucking underground railroad oh, yeah. go down to your basement touch the door or something you you yeah you might <laughs> yeah i don't stay down there long enough to find out <laughs> so i don't know it could be fucking harriet something them could have been down there i don't know what's happening in that basement i'm not trying to find out but um I think I I don't know like I feel like um did we all watch the movie um what was the movie um don't look up did y'all watch that movie it came out a couple of years ago is that the comedy yeah the parody yeah, or whatever with the, but I yeah. feel like that movie was very on point with the times that we're living in I think mm-hmm. it's very on point um. And it's like it's the end of the world. Like y'all, look at me. Like bitch, what? Like I, I feel like it's. I feel like it's on point. I feel like it's the inevitable. I Man, I just don't know. I don't. It is. I don't know, y'all. I think to give some some some, I guess happiness or optimism to it. War is always good for the economy. So if China trying to pull it, America has been in, investing in areas that we probably shouldn't have been. So if China's really trying to pull it like they say, this might be good stimulation for the economy. People have to go back to, you know, go back to work, build bombs, process stuff. So if, if that's what it is, just to kind of give a, you know. Vinny, uh, I need to see your up. face when you're saying this. <laughs> I'm okay yeah, yeah. if ain't no jobs in bomb building. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay if... If my uh, 17 and a half year old son ain't being drafted into the uh, army, because, you know, I'm okay without that. Like, I'm just um, saying, they always say war is good for the economy. They've been faking but, wars and, 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 and not insurrections, but faking wars and, and being pointed on people's territory. So this might give a person, the America, the reason they need to be like, oh shit, it's really, it's really game time. Like, it's one thing when it's game time, there's one thing you're trying to occupy Brazil. Biddy talking about he out here like let's go. Biddy your ass. Well, I ain't going nowhere. You just said that because your old ass is too old to go. No, like no, but they do say that. Like that is a study that war is good for the economy. Yeah, I think I've heard that before, but I ain't trying to figure it out. I ain't like, trying to find it out though, right? You know, like we'd had we was at war for ten damn years. It seemed like so. I don't know how good the economy was then. I can't even remember. It's been so long. Yeah, it's been long, but I just think far as when it comes to like major attacks, of course we had nine eleven, then Michigan, and those remember the blackout. That happened because of the power grid. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2000, uh, what was that? 2003? Three, yeah. And then you what? had recently somebody in Baltimore tried to shoot one of the uh, transformer stations, which would level the whole city as far as electricity, but they caught mm-hmm. them because the person who tried to do it had a felony, couldn't get a gun, and went to an undercover police officer. And they asked him, what you about to do? And wind up arresting the ass. So, that was shout very out. smart. Yeah, so shout out to the FBI, the CIA, who stops a lot of threats before they get too far. Now, how these balloons are just floating, I don't know, because in some areas, you can't even fly drones in certain areas you're right. anymore. You're right about that. So to have you're a right big-ass ba- white balloon just hovering, it's, it's alarming, as at the needs, at, uh, 
to say the least. But I think once you start stepping up security around your transformers, stepping up security around your water system, then everything else should kind of fall into line. Because those are the two of the biggest threats is to kill the power, pollute the water, and go from there. I too watch definitely those the, the, Definitely, <laughs> right. But that's definitely the, the best way to get them. Like, you know, you got to, like, kill them off. Like, I don't know. I'm just... I don't know. Um, you know, like Nada said, somebody walked up in the Target and started shooting. Uh, my kids got like some kind of gun threat at their school every other day. That's true. Yeah. Um, posting that same picture that they did found on Google, like um, <laughs> in in creating a fake Instagram page so they can get days off of school. But you can't take those things too seriously. And you can't because, take them not serious. I mean, so. you can't take them. Yeah, you can't take them lightly. Yeah. Is what I meant. Um, so you have to kind of take them seriously because it's almost like um, what happens, like the boy who cried wolf, like you you got to kind of be on that kind of stuff. So I don't know, y'all. I'm just, I don't know. We just all need to be- believe in and pray and whatever you believe in and uh, do your best work. Now, what's your thoughts on it about the uh, balloons floating and the terrorism, whether it be domestic or international? Well, I mean, um, domestic or international terrorists, I should say. I'm going to say, you know, just make sure you, you continue to watch a little everyday carry videos on YouTube so you can be prepared for the unexpected. Um, don't get caught slipping. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> the pandemic was a good test to see who was really ready, who wasn't ready. I don't know what y'all going to do with toilet paper if you ain't got no meat to eat, but that's neither here nor there. So. <laughs> I don't know. I just saw something and I don't know if this was real or not. So I probably shouldn't bring it up. Um, and I have I'm, I'm giving this disclaimer that I did not look it up yet. So I don't know how true it is, but somebody posted something saying that the reason why eggs are so high is because they had to kill a lot of chickens or something because it was sick chickens. Have y'all seen anything like about that? the bird flu chickens? Is that what that is? Is it I bird think so. chickens? Is that why? I just Maybe. seen a post about it and I'm like, oh, I haven't got, it was like, I saw somebody post about it right before we got on and I was meaning to look at it. But while we were talking about it, I was like, have y'all heard that? Hmm. I do remember well, the, the bird flu happening. I don't know what they did with those chickens, but that now that would make sense that they had to eliminate all those chickens to kind of squelch the spread of the bird flu. So that, I, I definitely agree that was a smart move to make. Hmm. He said, hmm. I was just trying to read something. I was just like, USA Today, three days ago, will the bird flu outbreak turn into the next pandemic? So this is like the bird flu. This sounds like people dying, like uh, humans getting the bird flu. That's not like something else. Does the oh, bird boy. flu have anything to do with pineapples? Because they have hell too. <laughs> pineapples was like a dollar 89 about three weeks ago now they 3.95 so shit they was at one point Meyer <laughs> had it for a dollar we was running yeah, for, for a dollar <laughs> and and now everything is just so high like i i don't i don't nothing is regular price anymore Except i don't know what mean. regular price means either. right we don't know what that is Mm-mm. well i think this has been a good informative and uh thought-provoking episode <laughs> But before we get out of here, my name is Ben, and to my right. You got your girl, Nada. Remember to stack up on your paper towel and all your dry goods. <laughs> no paper get towel. you a couple of pocket knives and whatnot. Um, some ready to, what do they, what they call them, ready to eat meals, some military-grade meals. Keep they got to stack up on canned goods, because apparently <laughs> during uh, 
apparently the uh, war in Ukraine is causing a shortage in aluminum. So you better stock up on them canned goods while they still producing them. Oh, Lord. So, oh, Lord. Just, know, just stock right? up on everything, right. y'all. Whatever. Stock up, stock up on pencils. God damn it. Pencils stock up on whatever races. you can afford. <laughs> whatever you can afford to stock up on because you can't stock up on anything. You I ain't know. got no goddamn money. I know that we're doing the outro, but that is something that I have been in the practice of doing is trying to stock every every two weeks when I get paid, I try to stock up on one household item, like just buy a bulk of that item each each time I go to the store because you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. Now to ship me some, so what you got extra? Ship me a couple. <laughs> so what you got? Make me a little, make me a little care package. Put a little, <laughs> put a little bit of everything in there. Just ship me a little box. Oh, you want to all what I know is my husband said, "Don't you buy another damn can of Lysol?" <laughs> I think I think I got that down pack. Um, well, you can skip the Lysol and get vinegar. Things. Huh? They say vinegar does the same job of disinfecting; just doesn't smell as good. Oh, honey, I'm I'm well stocked on the vinegar. What you got? Gallons and drums. Gallons. Of mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my Beans. god, my head hurts so my head hurts so bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm just the thought of smelling vinegar is making my head uh, almost ready to explode. <laughs> oh, real, real, real quick. Um, yeah. Did y'all see the uh, um, the recall on the Fabuloso? Yeah, they already I had a recall it. on the. Uh, but wait, what were they saying? I'm still like, using my shit. I'm sorry. What were they saying about the Fabuloso? He got. A chemical wasn't added into it that's supposed to kill a specific bacteria that it causes. And that bacteria can get into your body by just inhaling mm-hmm. the um fabuloso. How long ago was that? I mean, how long? Because I haven't bought no fab- fabuloso in months. Me so neither, but that's like because recent... it's a recent recall. But the thing is, it, it said over 5 million bottles sold. However, I didn't even know people was using. I thought they only saw Fabuloso at the uh, Family Dollar. I didn't know everybody yeah, was using Fabuloso. From Costco, it's a big five-gallon bottle of really. I only buy big, it. It's like this. I can't I don't put it on camera, it. but it's huge. I don't use it. Uh, I don't use Fabuloso often. Like I might buy it every once in a while, but it's not something that I use. It's not a staple in my house. I use it after I clean my house just for the fragrance, mm. and I put a also, little bit in my carpet cleaning. Oh yeah, carpet cleaner. Mm-hmm. I've also seen where they um Benny, like I thought we was wrapping up. Hold on, Benny. Hold on now. Hold on. We <laughs> I also seen <laughs> no, you're that good. they were what, it was something else that they were recalling. Um oh they re- recalling a lot of uh detergent for carcinogens. Um I think oh. they gave a list of five different ones. I know it was like some, but it was only certain scents like yeah, I've seen it too. It was like tied. Yeah, uh, I've seen that with some you. Kind of a certain game. Some New York band. I said, "Damn, I use game, but never mind." Damn. New York yeah. banned it. They said it but was I just the, using, the chemicals in it. I started using um this all natural um detergent from a company called Melaleuca. Oh yeah. So they're like uh so I started using that and it smells really good and it you know it's um. All natural, it cuts down on uh, waste because it's very concentrated. So you only use a little bit of it instead of like a half a bottle of water. So, you know, those are alternatives. I think they got like uh, Grove. I think that's another brand. Grove is one, yeah. Blue something. Blue. Somebody has it. All natural detergent. Then I think the grocery store, seven, seven something. That's in the grocery store. I wanted to say 7th Avenue, but I don't think that's what it's called. But I, I think they sell it at 
Kroger. Everywhere. Yeah, Kroger, Target, oh, okay. Walmart. Yeah. I don't I, like that I, brand. I, it smells like like auto auto. It smells undeveloped. Like you need I've never purchased it before, but I've seen none. it before at um it, first of all, it's too goddamn high for me. It ain't in my budget. It, uh, it, I was like, oh, let me try this. And then I thought, then I was like, this stink. The only time I'm about something like that, it got to be on manager special. That's the only time I'm about something like that. Don't mind. Not a fan. <laughs> but now that we've given you all of your cancer causing and possible fatal uh, cleaning products, my name is Betty, y'all, and I'm out. Peace. And we'll see you all next time. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye.